before the show starts, I just want to let you know that if you head over to yolkgang.net right now, you can snatch yourself up one of these beautiful cool dog hoodies, which directly helps us make more of these amazing podcast episodes for you. Furthermore, we also have a nice little tote bag, and we have this shirt to proclaim your love for me. So head on over to yolkgang.net and check these out because supply is limited. You better get there fast. Is that is that you can you can be British? It's fine. You know? Oh yeah, because who does a really? Good, I mean, I do a really good British accent. So, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Hoover. Hi, hi, Oxel. I'm gonna be speaking in my British accent throughout 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 this podcast. You're so believable. Uh, people must yeah. be like scratching their heads right now, thinking what's happened. So he was thinking like this feels off. But the setup is weird. The setup yeah, is different. He, it's a green. It's a green screen. So I put myself in the uk yeah um to British kind of Hoover. go with the accent and you know you know we've streamed before in james's office so i figured you know mm-hmm. we'll go we'll go into james's office um, yeah i do remember i do remember us doing that that was that was good um, yeah it was a fun stream i had a great time i actually like you being british a lot more i've i'm gonna be honest i've always just hated how you you were american it's just oh, always made me feel i bad. hate it i hate I, I hate it too in fact like i wish i was from the uk a country far superior to that of the u.s Oh wow! I never thought I never thought I would hear you say that. Yeah, and if anything, they should kick me out of the country. They they out of the UK or America? Out of America because I hate it so much. They should they should kick you to Brighton. They should yeah, ship yeah, you yeah, to Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, give Hoover, you an apartment. Should live in Brighton. Yes. In fact, I'm gonna move. There you go. That's oh my announcement. Oh my god! You're gonna you're gonna okay. This is just in Hoover's leaving Austin, Texas, yep. and going to Brighton. That is by Austin, Texas. I didn't like you anyway. Ex- Finally, you admitted it. Oh See? yeah, no, I've I've been holding that one off for a while. Um, a matter of pride. Oh, wow, I like you so much more now that you're British. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Hoover. I'm James. Hello. I yeah. A lot of you must be wondering where is Hoover. P- people are probably leaving dislikes and hate comments as we speak. But I just yeah. want to put out a statement that Hoover has been fired from cool dog wow he's at, he's gone and i'm his replacement you are his replacement basically what happened was i wake up one morning and i look at the cool dog twitter account and i see just one of the most offensive and vulgar tweets i've seen in a long time what it, was it? it it said balls on my face it said nice. that on my on, don't don't say and that, that could never possibly have been you no that it literally wasn't though i was the tweet after that that, that said uh call me hoover the way i suck I don't, you know, balls. No, but it no? was a, it was a pretty bad word. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Sorry, we so won't we, repeat it. I just want to put a statement out there that we don't we don't stand by with what Hoover did, and we listened to you, and we we axed him, we fired him. He's flying home. We'll never see him again. He's gonna go work at some kind of grocery store. Um, right. He's banished, blacklisted. Yeah. In fact, well, we'll see him in Brighton because, as as he said just now, he's coming to Brighton. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 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 trying to get a new start on life over there, and uh, we yeah, wish him yeah, the best yeah. of luck in his future ventures because they won't be with us. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not his, actually quitting, is he? I no, he's really... he's uh, he's he's not quitting. He's actually 
he's firing me. I think there are rumors in the pipeline that wow. Hoover is is uh, he's actually recording a cool dog with someone else right now. He is, yeah, and it's kind of like a race to see who gets to upload it first. <laughs> yeah. Whoever uploads their cool dog first is the one that um, wins. Okay. No, in in reality, Hoover went home for Thanksgiving, and I said, you know what, take the week off. You've earned it. You've been working wow. hard. Wow. Paid gonna- holiday. It actually, it actually is a paid holiday, yeah, because he is getting paid for this episode, even though he's not oh, in. Are you f- he the fucking scrounger? <laughs> Where's my check? Oh, you're rich enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like this, this, you're you're probably. It, it's kind of funny because you were on an episode with Hoover, and then yeah. the recording got screwed up, so that episode was never. Whose posted. fault was that? Was that my fault? Because I haven't changed anything. No, it was my fault. It was okay, my fault. I was I was trying to be experimental with settings and look where that got me. Yeah. <laughs> didn't it you gotta didn't go back to the old faithful. Exactly. So sure. now we're now we're okay, I think. Have you had any cool guests since me? Um let me see. I let me see who I'm gonna be honest, like I can't even remember anyone I've had since then. I gotta <laughs> I gotta check. Hold on. Um who did we have? Who did we have? We had we had Big T. Do you know Big T? Oh yeah, I know Big T. Yeah, we had Big T. Big T is amazing. It was, it was, some say one of our best episodes. Wow, the yeah. pressure's on. It is, it is. You gotta, you gotta be really good this episode because people are really looking forward well, to it. If, if this episode doesn't live up to expectations, I can assure you, I was on fire the last episode. The arcs all completely fucked, mm. uh, and that would have been, you know, arguably the best piece of content I've ever put out there. There, there was, yeah, it, it was a good one. Like I remember after the show, we sat here and we're like, that was a good episode. Yeah, so, we did specifically, and then it corrupted. So, yeah, something must have happened. Something strange must have happened. I don't know who did that. Yeah, but uh, here you are. To anyone that, because here's the thing: is I don't actually know how much of an overlap we have as a, we with the have audiences. an overlap. Definitely. You think so? We have definitely. A, we have a bit of an overlap, but sometimes I tweet at you and I get like 50 likes. Like, what is um, that about? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> You're 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 having your light flop error in my replies. I am, I am. I need to like. I think the I think the main reason for it is like I think our audiences, they know like your audience probably vaguely knows of me, and I would say yeah. that my audience knows of you because I talk about you a lot too. I always yeah, same. I, I always, always bring you up. I hype you up. Um, so it's like a. It's like a thing of like we need to like you know introduce each other to yeah the people. You so should who move are here. you? Oh, Maybe you want me I to? Will. You want me to introduce myself? Yeah, who are you? Hi, I'm Hoover. Um, no, I'm James Marriott. I I make uh, that's a handshake. I make um, I make videos and stri- I do str- I do the streaming. Mm-hmm. I make the videos from the streaming. You're alive. I streamer. also make a little bit of music. I bought a new guitar. Do you want to see it? Yes, yes. Show us the guitar. Look at this shit. Oh wow, that's sexy. It's called Cat. Oh wow, that's a really cool guitar. Thank you. You gonna riff up on stage with that? Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, this will. Be, when will this be out? Uh, tomorrow, Monday. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. No, I I won't say what I was about to say then. Mm. I've got actually. You know what? I'm gonna say because this is kind of funny. Okay. I've got. I'm doing like a pop up show on Wednesday. Oh. Um, the tickets are already gone. It's for something else. People will probably guess what it is. But exclusive. it's exclusive. Cool. Yeah, exclusive. it's being streamed. So this is the first like, really? live performance I'm doing, which will be streamed. Um, seriously yeah just a couple songs but i'm excited well that's cool yeah i'm gonna watch you should i have no idea w- what it is you're I'll, actually I'll, talking about but yeah i'll mess I'll, I'll let you know what it is before okay before that's good that's good 
because I, mean, I, I think it might be a surprise for everyone else though i don't know oh okay okay who knows that's that's exciting yeah i'm pumped i love watching live streams of concerts like i used to do it uh every year when coachella would be happening i would watch like a coachella live stream because it was mm. i don't know it's fun you know i like the fun. glastonbury ones i really want to go to fucking glastonbury that i want to i want to go too do you want to go, go next summer are there still tickets left i thought they all like went hold on actually you're probably right i think what we could do is plan to buy tickets next year i'd be very down yeah they've, if they've they're sold, sold out, out. Sold yeah out. okay so let's let's do it next year like yeah let's actually do it next year or i might be able to pull pull a few little strings i mean hey if you pull the strings i'm gonna be there okay yeah i'm gonna want okay, because cool. i i the only time I've been to a music festival is when I worked that one. So I, I would actually love to go as like I love a, your stories from that festival. Have you spoken a lot about them on, on the podcast? Oh, yeah. I, I bring them up any opportunity I can get, man. Yeah, it's like, it's they're, like, they're really cool <laughs> stories. So. Yeah, they are. They're really fucking cool. Like, I gotta, I gotta, like, I, I, I better, especially people that are like, watch my streams, they've probably heard those like 15 times, but I yeah. make them go through it I, still every time. I hate time. it when people in chat like remind you that you told that story before. Mm -hmm. like, let me have it again there's at least five people here that will not know Ex exactly that's that's the way i look at it is if there's even one person in chat that hasn't heard it before i'm telling it again yeah, and I they don't deserve care. to know exactly if you if you met post malone you would talk about it too yeah i would so, i really would uh, he's cool it, man he is he seems he seems nice did I, you I see like that video him. of someone like cussing him out Oh yeah, they're like Post Malone, you suck. Why <laughs> would you, you like, that's like the last person you'd say that to? Like his reaction was like, oh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was um, it was it was it was really sad. His reaction, his reaction yeah, was. was what really made it sad. The guy kind of, I'm not gonna lie, it kind of made me chuckle at first how the guy just out of nowhere was like, "Fuck you, Post Malone." <laughs> but then as soon as I saw the look on his face, I felt really sad. It's like a puppy. Yeah, he is. That just had his food taken away. Like it, it, was, it, was, it was very sad. The fact that he literally just like, I think he said something. He was like, oh, why would you say that? And then he just like stood there and he, did, he, like, he didn't look away. He was just looking this guy yeah. exactly in the eyes, which I think actually is the best response you can do there. If you just look him in the eyes and don't say anything, because then they kind of have to look back and think about what they just did. Yeah. Yeah. And also like, no one's going to watch that video and be like, yeah, Post Malone's an asshole. Like he reacted in the best way possible. Like a oh, lot yeah. of artists would be like, what the fuck did you say? What do you say to me? And then I like, would swing. Pretend that <laughs> yeah. You would, you'd go the extra level. You'd actually hit the cunt. I would, I would 100%. If I, this is a warning to anyone out there, if you pull up on me in person and start talking shit, I don't care if you're like a 12 year old girl, I will fight yeah. you. I this will. is like the best thing you can do as well in my opinion is laugh like if yeah. you laugh in the face of someone who's like cussing you out and is serious that mm. works so well did you see like uh, true geordie got cancelled recently do you know who true geordie is oh of course i do yeah he got he got cancelled for being insensitive to the muslim community but before he did that um and i think i honestly i i, I think he's being forgiven now anyway he was doing like a bunch of podcasts and i think people are warming to him again regardless mm -hmm. um before then he did a fucking uh a video like a podcast with um tyson fury mm -hmm. and he's like asking tyson fury a bunch of questions in the interview being like why are you taking such like easy fights you're meant to be the best in the world why aren't you fighting other people who are at that level you're mm -hmm. you're like kind of wasting fans money and time mm -hmm. and he like tyson fury was just not in a good fucking mood and at the end of the fucking show he just starts cussing the true geordie out he's like calling him like a you bold wanker, this is the last time I do an interview with you, you twat. And True Geordie's just there, like, laughing. 
because mm-hmm. he knows like it's over video, so he can't just get like fucked up by Tyson Fury anytime soon. Yeah. So he's just like laughing in response, and Tyson Fury can't close the application on his phone. Mm-hmm. And Trudeau is going like, "Oh, do you not know how to close it?" <laughs> and he's going like, "You fucking wanker!" <laughs> like, it's so oh good. my god. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, like. There's a lot of those people out there that are like, oh, you would never say this if you saw me to, in, to my face. And I'm like, yeah, because you have like anger issues. Like, of course, yeah. I wouldn't fucking say it to your face. You you got legitimate issues. You're going to beat my ass just because you could, like beating my ass is not some kind of achievement. OK, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There are little girls out there that could beat my ass. Like if you actually are a 12 year old girl and I, I get into a fight with you, you'll probably win. I'm going to be honest. Like that's just I, I, if you if you trained up, you'd be lethal. I think I average Harry always tells me that he's like, oh, dude, if you went to the gym, I'd be I'd be like even more scared of you. And I'd be like, well, maybe that's why I don't go. I average don't, Harry is great. I love average Harry. I he love... came to the last gig and uh, he was like, I basically I, I, I at a certain point I was like, Kit, Jack Manifold said they wanted to do a mosh pit. And mm-hmm. I basically like called them out on stage being like, if you're going to do it, this is the song to do it. They mm-hmm. started one for that song. It looked fucking amazing from, mm-hmm. from the stage. And then pretty much every song after that, I could just see average Harry in the crowd just spreading people out <laughs> to do another mosh pit. And they did a fucking mosh pit to slow down. <laughs> it was so good. And Jack afterwards was like, yeah, we did that first one. But then Harry just just led the charge every single time he did not care about like punching 15 year olds in the head like it was just like boom he really he's he it's really impressive he really knows how to like control a room which is crazy because he's 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 a kid basically but he's like he always ends up being like the most extroverted person ever i hope he keeps that because a lot of people like when they kind of go into adulthood they can become like quite inward Mm. Uh, especially when trauma just kind of comes to into your life and fucks you up. That's what happened um, to me in the last year. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much exactly what happened to me. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's whatever. Um, but I, I hope he, I hope he continues in that vein because I think it's like yeah. a very good, very good quality. Can I ask you about something? Because mm. I've, I've like, we get a lot of visitors that come to Brighton. I have a lot of mm-hmm. people that like, well, like all of the people that live here have a lot of friends that just visit for like a week. Mm-hmm. And you've obviously been in that pit as well. Like you've come for like a month at a time, at, at like a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We're we're coining this term of like post Brighton depression because mm-hmm. everyone when they leave goes through like a, at least a few days of just feeling shit. Yeah, and like ill. Yeah, has that happened to you? Like uh, physically ill or both? Like emotionally or physically? Well, the last time I visited, I wasn't able to, uh, after I left, I wasn't able to feel physically ill because I was ill twice when I was in Brighton. So I was probably like the most immune person on earth to any sort of physical illness. Yeah. But I did develop alcoholism for about two weeks. Um, And I was, I was like pretty depressed for about two weeks specifically. Um, I remember like, I remember coming home the first like two days was like, ah, you know what? Actually, I'm glad to be back. Time to get to work. Time to start focusing on what's real. And then it just, it just happened. But you um, did, you did get to work like pretty much immediately when you, when you went back from Brighton. I, oh yeah, that. I was just like, I need to work because I'll, if I don't, I'm going to like lose my mind even more. So that's, that's, yeah. you, that's really what I, that, 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 that be kind of became my uh, coping mechanism, which I think uh, is never really the recommended one, but it did get me through it. So yeah, I, I mean like my, my work is a very big, important part of my kind of psyche and my mental well-being like if i'm not doing something i just feel like empty yeah Um, yeah 
And like yeah. even even with media, like I I used to be able to just burn hours by watching TV shows and stuff. But mm. I have like an actual energy quota now, where if I watch something too much, I just get sad. Which is mm. why it surprised me. I I went to see the second Knives Out film in the cinema yesterday. That is the first film I've watched in months, if not longer, where I've managed to watch the whole film without feeling like emotional or like sad. It was good and it made me happy at the end. I was like, fucking nice. Like So that. it happens to you even if you're watching like a funny, happy movie, you get sad. Maybe maybe that's the difference. Maybe my like the films that I like to watch from now on should be happy and funny. Um, I love depressing media. I love watching depressing media and then sitting there and rotting away. See, I like depressing music, especially mm -hmm. ones that like with like really like deep chords, like some mm -hmm. just chords that just make you feel shit. Like I love those. Mm -hmm. Um, but with with media, like especially like dark media, like even something like The Boys, for example, which is which is funny. Like objectively, mm -hmm. it's a funny show. I can't watch it in like I will sometimes have to split the episodes in half because of how heavy the content is like mm. i just go into it thinking like oh i'd come out of it like in a, in a completely worse position mentally i binged um, through the boys recently it's heavy as fuck it's crazy yeah no they don't they don't hold back no they will but, literally uh, like do anything and the shows that i watch the moment that make me feel good spy family fucking amazing and it makes mm. me feel like good and i was watching lovers war which is kind of like a uh, a, a rom-com anime but it's fucking amazing and it makes what me happy spy family is that what is that like cartoon network disney channel what which no, channel it's, it's an anime it's it's uh oh. I, don't, I don't know which um you only watch animes i do you know what it is it's like 20 minute episodes mm. which are built to make you want to watch more mm. like that's it, it kind of like I, my attention span isn't like tiktok level yet but right. it's definitely not what it used to be and anime kind of like it's good because I can like get some food and then watch a twenty minute episode. By that point, I finished my food. You know, it's like it kind of makes. The it, most is, sense. it is. It is. I do that with Malcolm the Middle because that's a sitcom mm. and it has the episodes are also twenty minutes, which means if I if I if I don't want to get like too distracted, if I just need like kind of like a timeout, I can watch like an episode or two, and yeah. I, I won't be like because with like longer shows, especially if it's forty minutes, I feel like if I only watch one episode, I have that itch. That I need yeah. to I need to keep going. And but then if you've I watch lost like two hours. Yeah, exactly. Like so, I, I, I think we should ban TV shows that are longer than 30 minutes an episode. I disagree. I think we should make them like three hours long every episode. That uh, that'll be cool. That that's a film. Well, you if there's multiple of them, then it's a show. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the amount of sass you said that with. <laughs> um so I am gonna play like a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play like a little bit of an interviewer here. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm that's, gonna. That's hot. That's hot. I like that. Thank you. Um, you started off as a YouTuber. You yes. You were YouTuber first, commentary YouTuber. That's when I met you years Wait, ago. That's not. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I've never made a commentary um, video in my life. That's okay. I'm not here to do like a, a like a hit piece on you right What's now. What's Trisha Paytas up to? Uh, God knows. You know. <laughs> Uh, you, if only the old her? James Marriott would come back. Yeah, we need the, to know. I'd still know if she was up to if you hadn't quit, man. Yeah, you you kicked me off that horse. Um, but then you, then you. When did you decide that you wanted to make music? Did you always want to make music, or was that? I so like as a my YouTube channel started off with, as music. So I I used to make these like black and white, uh, shitty audio quality 
original songs on acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And that was those are the first videos on my current like main channel. Have those um, have those songs have they like inspired any of the songs that you've actually released or are those like long gone in the past? Kind of like there's there's like um in a in a song I've got coming out next year called Over You, there's mm-hmm. a a uh a, a finger strumming pattern, which is the one from Gratitude. Mm-hmm. The, the, a song I did ages ago. I think it's close anyway. Um but that wasn't done purposefully, I just realized. Yeah, that happens a lot. That happens a lot in any like creative art form. You just kind of end up reusing things. Yeah, I mean, I rewrote him as Wake Up. Uh, Like I, I remember I sent I sent it to um, Wilbur at the time, and he was like, "Isn't this just him?" And I was like, "Oh!" (laughs) (laughs) By that time, I'd already sunk like loads of hours into it, and I was like, "Oh no, I did it again." Oh, that's a little bit awkward. Yeah, but it happens, and I feel like I don't know. If you mix it up enough, if it works, it works. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. sometimes, I feel like you can kind of, you can reuse an idea to send like a different message, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think there was, there was one song that I wanted to actually rewrite at one point and I tried and I failed. So I, I was like, this doesn't really work for me. But now yeah. that my, my album's coming along and it's, um, it's pretty much, I'd say like 75% of it has been written. So nice. it's. Yeah, and then it, now it's the, now it's the production game. So I've got to mm. I've got to produce it over the next few months, and then we'll see. I'm excited. I'm very um, excited. You yeah, already... I I started I started because the question was about starting music. I started um in this current vein. Uh, I made a few commentary videos that had songs in them, mm-hmm. and one of them was about Lele Pons. And right. I got a bunch of comments on that video being like, "Wait, that song is actually good," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh." If if the audience I have here are warming to like my joke music, maybe I could try and apply myself and do something serious, and they'll at least a portion of them will fuck with it. Right. Um, I didn't expect it to get to the point it is now. Like I I thought it would be a hobby, right. um, and I'd release maybe like once a year, like um, but no. I feel didn't. like I feel like um. Something that's like I, at least in the back of my mind, is with a lot of like uh, a lot of creative stuff I've done. Like I am very lucky because I have a very like I have a very supportive audience. But yeah. I don't I don't know if you had this in the back of your mind. But sometimes it feels like if you're like this kind of online persona who is just mostly jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah, there is that anxiety about putting something out there that is actually you kind of want people to take a little bit seriously yeah and kind of actually like relate to and like i mean um, i still have identity crises like fairly regularly i had one before the london shows last week where uh-huh. i was i was sat in my room like really late at night i even messaged my mods at the time because uh-huh. i was like because they they've been there for so long that mm-hmm. they've got like a really good grip on like the community I have and and everything, and mm-hmm. I just watched the Tommy vlog I was in where I'm just like this ridiculous teacher character for the whole thing, and then I watched some clips of like Carlites, and I was like, how how could anyone come to one of my shows, listen to Carlites, and not see the teacher character I just played a couple of days ago? Like, right. does it take away from the message that my music has that I am just such a fool online? Mm. Um, but I think people are very, um, malleable in the, in the sense of like, you can play characters and people will still appreciate 
your content. Like Lewis Capaldi, for example, is so funny and right. such like a buffoon on on like any show he's on, any interview. You listen to his music. It's so sincere. Like a lot I've, of it is incredibly sincere. I feel like what that plays into is, um, or what that stems from more, more so is that I feel like the era of kind of like, um, I don't, I don't know what else to call it. So I, I, I don't mean to call us celebrities, I guess, because, okay. but like, I mean, it's kind of like the idea of pre-internet or before internet became like so mainstream and everything we know was on the internet celebrities are just like well-known people in general they were a lot more mysterious you didn't yeah. know a lot about them Mus musicians they would put out their music and they would have like definitely some kind of character that they would play alongside the music but outside of like interviews and stuff you yeah. wouldn't really know that much about them because they didn't have social media. They didn't really have that much like self-expression. That available. was the charm back then. Cause yeah. then it was like, these, these are the people that you don't know, but if you listen to their album, you can have like this piece of them and you can like mm. investigate a portion of their life or what they believe in. Exactly. And I, but unfortunately, I, I wish that was still the case. I wish that I could just focus on an album for mm -hmm. a year, mm -hmm. but now there's so much competition online. Everything is, so quick like careers careers and music are so much shorter they are that yeah you have to be constantly reinventing and constantly applying to new audience uh, new audiences or you'll just kind of fizzle out and you'll see a lot of bands these days that don't do that side of social media mm -hmm. that do kind of fizzle out. like the 1975 weren't doing much on social media before their last album the last album kind of underperformed matty healy is just fucking all over the place at the moment saying mm -hmm. all kinds of shit on clips everywhere mm -hmm. and now the album's doing well like you know do you think do you think he does that on purpose do you think maddie healy behaves the way he does i don't i don't know i i maybe i i, I almost just think it's kind of like a a fortunate error for them right because he is i mean you sent me a clip of him spitting on a camera yeah yeah that clip is horrendous yeah that is like but that's that's almost like smart because there's no such thing as bad pu publicity right yeah. like when youngblood did it it was spoken about so much mm -hmm. so much and mm -hmm. like if matty matty healy did one like he was just on stage eating like raw steak yeah and everyone yeah. was like what the fuck is going on but you're talking about it this is what they want you're yeah. sh you're you're showing an example of their live shows, and anyone that's into like eccentric shit is going to go like, "I'll fucking go to that show." That sounds that that looks weird, you know. Yeah, that is that's that that is like a, a very interesting side where it, it feels to me at least, and I I've I've talked to people about this because I was I was kind of curious about this. I'm yeah. not like um, there are some 1975 songs that I actually really really like that I've yeah. that have grown on me, uh, like. I think recently Robbers has grown on me a lot. I oh, really fucking, like Robbers. Oh, Robbers is, Robbers is one, a very good like, song. I, I'll put my hands up and say, I was a fucking stan at a certain mm -hmm. point in my life. I, yeah. I went, I was in a relationship. She told me all about the 1975 with my roommate at the time. Mm -hmm. I got super fucking into them. Mm -hmm. Especially like, it was, it was in like 2017, 2016 maybe that I got into them. Mm -hmm. I fucking loved their first album. I, I and like fucking... Oh, somebody else as well i'd listen to that like every day while walking to uni and yeah i got super into it i would go to their gigs and fucking they would play an encounter before robbers and that's how you'd know that robbers was about to come up because mm. there would just be like this yep, that just like yep. comes in and i would just immediately be like 
Were you um, one of those people that the Maddie Healy invited on stage and then kissed? No, uh, uh, I uh, no, I wish. I mean, I wish. I mean, I mean, I wish. I mean, no, I'm joking. Um, what the fuck is that about? I don't like. Here's the thing: is I didn't know that he had a history of this. Okay, someone someone came to my Twitch chat a couple days ago and said, "Did you see that Matty Healy kissed a fan on stage today?" And I was like, oh, "Of course he did. That that doesn't surprise me, but that is actually kind of insane that he did that." And then the next morning, I wake up, I open TikTok. And literally 90% of it is different angles of him kissing this fan. Like I would scroll another angle. I would scroll at someone reacting, being like, oh my God, I can't believe he did that. And I would look through the comments and all the comments would start off like, I am so angry. I'm so angry. I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is like, I don't think yeah. this is like a great thing to do. And then I finished reading the comment that it wasn't me. Why wasn't it me? Yeah. They were all saying the exact th same thing where it was like, oh, dude. Like we're, everyone's everyone's having like a crisis right now because it wasn't me, and I'm like, dude, what is going on? In here? I know why he's doing it. I why? think because he dated FKA Twigs. Have you mm -hmm. ever seen the videos of oh. FKA Twigs on a certain song? That Holy is, yeah. shit! Yes. I would genuinely, I would end my life if that happened to me. <laughs> like, because she just like she doesn't. For those of you that don't know, she, she has a song that she she picks out a member of the crowd. She stands in your fucking face. And just sings this song at you so emotionally. And then fucking every single person that you see on the other end of it, it doesn't matter who they fucking are. Yep. They, their heart fucking breaks. It's, it's, it's the only case in which you can see someone's heart breaking every single time without no. fail. People, yeah. like grown fucking men in tears because this woman is that close to them singing like a song so beautifully to them mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. my god i would and i would kill myself i would end my life <laughs> i would <laughs> i mean i i would probably do the same to be honest with you because she... i've watched those videos if i'm ever in the same room as her i'm leaving because mm -hmm. i don't want to chance it my like my manifestations off the fucking charts at the moment she is she's like a powerful figure she is yeah next fucking level she, she is her music's sick it is she's sick. very creative she's but i will very, never like... go to one of her shows because of that mm. i'm not doing it i'm not chancing it yeah it that would be kind of crazy if it happened to you i'm not gonna lie if it happened Imagine to you specifically that <laughs> yeah, that watch be... james marriott's heartbreak into <laughs> the annoying thing is is if it happened to me my face would be red it would be so red yeah <laughs> like because that happens to me is if i get nervous my face gets red yeah. <laughs> so it's like the worst quality to have because everyone can read you like a book at that point everybody knows what's going on everybody knows that like i you would probably... shit myself no yeah same 100 if i hadn't used the bathroom before then something would come out yeah for like, sure I, and like <laughs> my hands would start shaking it would be <laughs> it would be like lethal it would be one of the like <laughs> one of the best but worst things that's ever happened to me the mic would pick up you going oh. <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> it, like that fucking that cartoon sound effect like when someone's cold and their teeth are clattering together <laughs> that would literally be me that would, that would literally be me yeah mental those clips are so mad yeah so he's probably just trying to do that because that blew up when when people saw that she was doing that he's been doing that since 2013 i found out he does he used to do that wow. on a regular basis and then people thought he stopped doing that and now i'm getting and i know way too much about it now because i have like I, well like you were just, saying you're like a super fan of his right now no no you, i, that's I, why I you, was, you literally told me that right before we started i this. would not characterize myself as a super fan you did just say, say that you said that before we started the recording you were like man we got to talk about matty healy on this podcast 
I didn't. Huh. I, I wouldn't call myself a super fan. I would say Why are that you I'm comfortable about it. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't listen. Here's the thing: is right. I'm very. I I won't lie. Like I am going through a phase. I, I'm going through. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going through a phase where I like it's tiktok tiktok you know tiktok has a lot of pi pipelines it creates it makes some people racist yeah. it makes some people Many you know Haley like fans. yeah anti-vaccine and then it makes me uh just completely obsessed with this guy i honestly think most of the music is shit i'm oh, sorry i i it's it's like okay not shit but i it think was mint. the last album was mint a lot of what he tries to do in my opinion falls flat i think there's a really good ideas in there but there's a lot of ideas that he has where i'm kind of like uh but then there's like songs like robbers where i'm like oh yeah this is this is like album one tier. and two yeah yeah fantastic like it's, the production is is just so clean it, um, it, it it's it's very fucking it's very good um but and then him as like a person him as a character yeah he is i just i can't like i don't understand him at all i don't i've it's been a while since i've seen someone like this where i've been so like infatuated in a sense of like what what's going on in your head <laughs> like, yeah. well he's an enigma i think that's what makes him like intriguing to people yes know? yes he is like this um he's like this creature that has like god tier charisma and like he that's how he weasels his way out of everything weird that he does because he does a lot of weird shit that i don't yeah, think most people would get away with but he always gets away with it just because he he has his little hair on his head and he wears his little suits and he looks in the camera and everyone's like, oh, OK, never mind. Yeah, that's fine. And I that's it's it's it, I'm so. I'm so fascinated. I want to, like, do a documentary. Do you on want to kiss wanna, him? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I would like I would if I got pulled on stage and he kissed me, I would do it 100 percent. I would. We should send yeah. this out to him. Oh, well, let's we send it to his business email. We should because Come I'm to Estonia. like I'm like an old man like he is, so it it wouldn't even be that problematic, honestly. Honestly, imagine the TikTok. That would be crazy. That would be like that would because that would be like um by like the K-pop community. I'm known as the guy that said um that made a tweet about like oh if the world was ending, Jimin would still be trending number one. Like that's like a huge that's an actual huge thing in the K-pop community. Really? Is that tweet? Yeah, like one time this was like a couple years ago. Twitter, Jimin was trending with like 1 million tweets and my tweet was attached underneath the trend. Wow. So uh, that's like, and like I'm known for all those like little small niches. So I guess in the 1975 community, I would be known as the the middle-aged man. Yeah. But I don't know. should probably stop doing that. He should. I would I would say that he definitely should stop doing it. Just be, not only just because, but this is one of the reasons I'm tired of seeing it on my for you page. I feel tired of it. I can't look yeah. at it anymore. Yeah. Um, how, how? What percentage of your for you page is Matty Healy at the moment? Uh, on a good day, on a day where I'm like I'm getting a break, like sixty five percent of my for you page. <laughs> it's like it's ridiculous. Uh, and then when the kissing thing happened, I'm not exaggerating when I say it was ninety percent of my for you page. Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> it it my TikTok for you page is one of the most embarrassing things about me it just is so bad uh, right now and i need to i need to get off that mine's all just so chess so much chess mm, you're a nerd nerd vibes yeah i am i'm a nerd i i never I'm, I'm like i was never a chess kid which is what why this surprises me that i'm all of a sudden just have this crazy hyperfixation. Mm -hmm. um but i love it fucking love it 
I have a I have a question for you regarding yeah. your music. Go on. Um so you 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 were a YouTuber and then you dropped you dropped your first song, right? Slow down. I don't I don't know what that song is. I've never heard of it. Yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> oh man, I must have like blacked out or something. I don't have no idea what that is. It would be safe to say that the um, people maybe were a little bit critical of it, right? People were a little yeah. bit like, yeah, there were some people that just um very blindly supported me, and I will love those people for lying to me for the rest of my life. Because I, uh, I, I, I actually, here's the thing: is right because the evolution of you scrolling to hate that song. I remember you sending it to me before you had made it, yeah, and I was like, this is good because I, I, I was like so proud of you for making music, and I really loved it, yeah. Um, but yeah. like, you know what it is. I, I think it's so much easier to hate it in retrospect because before mm -hmm. that song, I'd never done anything that good. Mm -hmm. But that's the exactly second, it. The second song was him. So yeah. as soon as him comes out and it's like, oh no, this is actually like a pretty passable indie rock tune Yeah, that, that you could listen to on the radio and, and not feel out of place. That's exactly it. It made Slowdown look like horseshit. Uh, yeah. So, I, so I, I'm very much like, I'm happy that it was in retrospect I started disliking it, mm -hmm. rather than I hated it at the time. I didn't hate it at the time. At the time, I was like, "Wow, I did that!" Like, yeah, that's yeah. cool, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I think it is. Is like, because when you first, when you first read, I one thing that I remember thinking when you sent it to me was like, it reminded me of GTA Vice City. I don't know why, um, but I, I really, it really made me think of GTA Vice. City. I, it must be the synths because it's like, yeah, GTA Vice City is like kind of eighties and like those synths. We're giving eighties a little bit. Yeah, I, I just I was listening to the the weekends album at the time a lot, and then mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm gonna be the weekend, mm. and then I just did that, and, and it sounds nothing like him. If anything, it's so hard to give that song a genre. Like, what mm -hmm. is that song's genre? Yeah, I don't know. James Marriott. Oh, YouTube music. something just started playing. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I like I fucking my, my like music started playing. I was like, is it playing? It's it's fucking haunting me. It's not. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just like now that I've seen what you're capable of even further i can't i can't really say that slowdown is in my rotation i'm gonna be honest I, it's in I, your sex playlist though it's it is in my sex playlist i've had a lot of sex through it before and it Good. really it gets people going 100 percent. well it works like because i think an, an an important part of sex is slowing down every now and then yes so that, that's you know? that is that is very real um <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm very glad that we've gotten something positive out of that song. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good message for everyone. I guess the question that I was leading into was, um, it was like, what what was that like? You dropping the song oh, and being right. like being like, oh, this is my first song, and then getting a bunch of shit for it. I, um, to be honest, I didn't get a crazy amount of shit for it. Like mm -hmm. I got shit, but because it wasn't like overly like that popular right i mean it did good don't get me wrong like the first day of streams i don't know if i've uh him beat it but mm -hmm. i actually know i'd like the whole ep beat it as well individually but it it still it didn't seem to hit that many people i i think a lot of the people who didn't like it just didn't say anything about it or mm. were like this is a good start and they were kind of like giving me things i could improve on like yeah. vocals could be better or like try different instrumentation or like the mix is bad or whatever right yeah. Um, a lot of people's criticisms were actually very fair and they were delivered in a in a nice way because mm -hmm. like I, you can't expect to just release one song and work on one song because i would never worked on a serious piece of music at least in my adult life before then 
Mm-hmm. You can't expect the first one to just be this fucking banger, right? No, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I, I was approaching it like a YouTube video. I was approaching it from like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's bad. Like, if no one, if people don't like it, I've got the next video. I'll just delete it, right? So right, it's like, right, right. Um, I didn't take my time, and and but it was a learning curve, and I and, and I don't, yeah, it didn't make me. I don't remember feeling like depressed or like sad about it. I did actually go for a huge depressive episode the month after, which might have been caused somewhat by it, but um, mm, I'm not like. In, yeah. In my head, I'm not applying that as the reason. I have my own reasons for why I went through that episode after. Um, But it's like, the criticism for it is the reason why I ended up reaching out to Holder at the time, Mm -hmm. um, who ended up producing the next few songs um, and writing them with me. So I'm, I'm... I'm glad. Like, if I if I'd released it and people just gaslit me into thinking it was like a passable song, mm-hmm. um, that would have been a problem. But yeah. nowadays, it's like I'm glad that I dislike it because now when we play it live, it's a completely different version. Right, right. And it, and it's it's really fun. Like everyone in the band loves playing it. It gets a fucking really good reaction. Um, yeah, because it turned into like a bit of a meme too, right? Like people. Yeah. It's like a kind of like a folk folk. Uh, kind of like a cult hit you know what i mean yeah and it will always be special with the audience that have been there for a while mm-hmm. like the people who watch like fucking memeulous videos where he plays it all the time as a substitute for like and like royal like music that has royalties right mm-hmm. um so you know for those people it's it's quite fun that we've turned it into a fun song to play live and a fun song to listen to live um yeah and, and everyone says like it's kind of proof that it wasn't a bad song like on a, from a writing perspective it's okay it's yeah. not that bad um but it was the production that was just a bit off so i think i think it literally like what i would say about it is well number one i feel like most people would rather i mean i would say probably all people i don't know who would who would take the other option of like i, I think mo- most people would want They'd rather their first song be shit and they get yeah. better than their first song be their best song and then they just only get worse. You yeah. know what I mean? A hundred percent. Like it, uh, the only like the scenarios in which you have one song and it just fucking bangs, mm-hmm. it are kind of like very early or like that career will end very soon. Like yeah. Uh, like the only example of someone who, who I can think of that had a banger song and then has stayed is Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Like because he kept applying himself to marketing yeah but the issue is is if you let's say for example your fifth song is huge or your 10th or like an album a song from your second album like 20 tracks in right is good and it just slaps people listen to that song and then are like oh listen to whatever whatever stuff they've done Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the rest of your catalog is just banging if you have one song people go to listen to the rest of your catalog and they're like there's nothing fucking here and then within half a year they're just out of your mind yeah exactly yeah um so you'd much rather like a song like which is why i'm glad like car lights has done so well this like it's it's done it's currently my most successful song within this period of time yeah um i'm very happy about that because it means that the rest of the catalog is getting a bigger boost than they ever have from it um Mm -hmm. so i'm yeah i'm very happy about that that's 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 fucking that's really sick it's really cool to see you just constantly growing 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 yeah, I'm trying. I, I I'm trying. I I think it will be hard to beat Bitter Tongues, but I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy that it's like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like because when when the first single of Bitter Tongues released Gold, I was taking a big break from like content creation, mm-hmm. and it didn't do well. When it released, it was like, oh shit, it did worse than Wake Up, which did yeah. worse than the one before it. So it was like, 
oh god am i is this like end is this gonna end am i just gonna like keep releasing music and then um it doesn't do well so at that point i went into a really passive mode and i was like fuck it i'll just release sleeping on trains like overnight just do it send it out there and then sleeping on trains did really well and i was like oh maybe it's not over maybe it is just a case by case which song is good basis Um, i feel like with like old bucks like us too something you need to realize is like i feel like we've both gone through this we're like when you do this shit for years in general just like doing shit where you need followers and like people's attention you'll go through phases where you kind of fall off for a little bit yeah numbers go down and then in your mind the first couple times it happens you're like oh i think this is it (laughs) i think this is it for me i'm done i'm out um but then it you always kind of figure out a way to reinvent yourself. If yeah, the, mo- most of the people that don't come back from that are the people that aren't looking to reinvent themselves. Yeah. You know? So that's that. If, if, as long I feel like as long as you're you are a person that is aware of that and trying to kind of change it up a little bit. Yeah. I, it, it's it's pretty easy to bounce back. I, you got to hop from thing to thing. Like yeah, pretty much. I, yeah. I think it like the way I see it is every year and a half I start to like fizzle out mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah, so it, if I can like, re- I know what my next era is. So like in what is essentially like nine months, I will begin my next era of content. I already know the channel I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to come up with like a few little ideas. Uh, my editor's moving uh, here so he can film it. Um, oh. So it's like, yeah, we're gonna, we, I know what the next era is and it kind of makes more sense than streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now it's streaming. So, it's so you like, think you think you think your streaming has like uh, a pretty set expiration date? You think? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like I love it. Don't get me wrong, and I will always find time to do streams. But streaming on a schedule three times a week, it's mm. not feasible. Like I've yeah. got at the moment, there are three tours happening next year. Those those are going to exhaust the shit out of me, and mm-hmm. I I'm not allowed to. Str- I, I've already been told I can't make, I can't like speak for a week before like Damn. the tour i can't speak on the tour um and that's going to happen three separate occasions for tours that are going to last two weeks each throughout the is, year is that like common that you artists like don't speak much or is that just yeah. like a you thing yeah that's crazy like uh i know uh wilbur was doing it for the last lovejoy tour and he still lost his voice towards the end he was saying like Damn. so it's because your voice is under a lot of strain and yeah. if you are like talking throughout the day eating shit food you're fucked so you have yeah. to like really rest um so yeah that makes all those like rock stars even more impressive because they were all like doing cocaine and smoking cigarettes yeah. and probably smoking crack like. that's why liam gallagher had his mo- you know like his voice went fucked <clears throat> yeah like, yeah it, you could watch like year, year by year his voice just got worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. um so yeah you have to be careful that's kind of what was happening with post malone but his it kind of worked in his favor in a way where like his 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 voice worked really well with the raspiness that was oh, developing. Sick. Yeah, like he, it really, man. I I wish he like, I don't know. I wish because I don't know if you heard his last album. It came out this year. I didn't hear. Um, it. It's. I feel like he had some ideas to like experiment a little bit with, but he didn't have the balls to do it. He kind of right. like half did it. And I, I, I hope that he kind of realizes, like, okay, you were on top of that shit for, like, three years. You were on top of the world when it came to music. And yeah. that's probably not going to happen again. It yeah. probably won't. You're just going to exhaust your audience by trying to still chase hits. So you should just, like, get weird with it. Because I think he has an amazing voice. 
And I think if he like, he has like really cool musical inspirations. So I feel yeah, like he, he, would be, he would be able to surround himself with really cool people. Well, he's a Guitar would... Hero kid. Yeah, this exactly. Is like, I, there are so many musicians that are like coming through now. I think it's why guitars have come back into music. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many fucking Guitar Hero kids that became writers and producers and shit. Yeah. So we, we've all got like fucking 60s to 90s rock music in our heads. Yeah, like, yeah. My music is heavily inspired by like shit that was on Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got a fucking SG. I had I used this guitar in Guitar Hero. This is the one I had. So mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that, that's an interesting point. I never thought about that. That probably is why, honestly. Well, like Sam... Yeah, Sam, Sam loves Guitar Hero as well. He's one of the best bassists, if not the best bassist I've ever met. Like he's probably one of the best fucking Guitar Hero players too. He's yeah. really good. He's well, I mean, like he's the bassist, right? For 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 my my band, and yeah. we were doing a writing session at my house, and he comes over and he's like, "Oh, I'll pick up the guitar for a bit." He picks up the guitar, and then within like a minute, he's playing the grapes like riff. No, which he's, isn't he's, like, he's a god. Which isn't, one, it's not easy. Two, it's not like you could, it's not easy to work out as well, like how to play it. Yeah. Because it has like a delay on it. So it's hard to tell what to play. And he just went, like picked up and played it. And I was like, okay, sick, cool. For anyone that doesn't know, an interesting little bit of trivia is that Sam is my old, old Toontown friend that I've known for like, I think like close to 10 years now. Actually like, yeah, eight years, I think. I met his dad and his dad spoke about you. Yeah, his dad is awesome. Shout out Steve. Yeah. Um yeah, he's, he, he's fucking sick. Yeah, he's he he's he's someone I, I met on Toontown many years ago and then he he picked up bass, became really good at it, and then James was looking for a bassist and I was like, Oh, I know a guy. And now yeah. it's it was like a match made in heaven and I'm so happy that I was yeah, able to Yeah, and he's to, doing great. Yeah, I was able to connect you guys. I'm really I'm really happy about that. Yeah. It's uh it's always good. It's a really good feeling when you like introduce someone to someone else. Like yeah. I, I I have a story about introducing someone to someone else, but it kind of goes against the the public view of what happened, so I don't want to talk about it. But oh. I'm very, I'm very happy. I know, about I know that. what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm actually like, <clears throat> I feel like that's that's been like my main thing. Of I can look back in life and and be like, okay, that's I did have like a positive impact on this earth because I, I've I've done mm. that with a lot of my friends. There are. Yeah. There are at least like three couples that I know that probably wouldn't be dating if I wasn't in the play. Yeah. Like I was, I kind of brought them together. So I can, I can look at that and I can be like, okay, if they have like kids, I'm going to go to that kid and be like, you exist because of me, motherfucker. Well, you have a, you have a quality, which not many people have, which I always talk about when I, when I'm like talking about you to other people, it's the way you talk about your friends and the people you love. I've said oh. this to you before. Cause I, we had this conversation and I, cause I noticed that you were doing it again. And I was like, there's a common theme here. Whenever you raise one of Axel's friends in front of Axel, he will talk about them for like minimum 15 minutes, mm -hmm. listing all of their qualities that makes them a special person to him. And I only realized you did it because I was like, why am I going into like all of these social occurrences with like Axel's friends already liking this person? And mm -hmm. it's because you've given a fucking PowerPoint presentation on why they're a good person. Yeah. And you have a good judge of character. So it's like, oh, I'm already like guard down. Like, fine, this person's cool, you know? Um, I, yeah, yeah I, I, when, I hadn't really... That's very sweet of you to say that because you, you've said that to me before and I, I hadn't thought of it before you had told yeah. me that. I, I was just kind of like... A, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think what it comes from is the fact that I grew up with uh, just having a lot of shitty people around me. Like yeah. most of my friends just... I honestly, there was nothing to really sing home about. Um... And now I feel like I, I've really, I've got like the fucking Avengers of people around me, man. Well, like, I like, got... It's it's a special thing to be surrounded by brilliant people. 
Mm-hmm. The the difference is is you you actually are aware of it and you make yeah. a point of it to people, which I think is so special. Like yeah. you can, it's very easy to become complacent with the people around you or like your own situation in life. But mm-hmm. if you speak it, you speak about it enough, you can actually become very happy about it, I think. Like it can yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, like something that I, I put a lot of importance in is the fact that I think our friends can enable us to like literally become like 10 times better than we can even think we are. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like my, uh, to do like a, a deep analysis of this. I, I think growing up in my life, I didn't have enough people, if any at all, that really ever told me like, Hey, I believe in you. You should do this. Yeah. You should go for it. I never really had those people. Um, so that's why I kind of make it a point where like, if any of my friends, they ever have like an idea or something they want to do, something they seem very passionate about. I sometimes almost like in my head, I make it my own like project to get them to do it. Yeah. Because there are so many people that I know that, have, that have, they, they kind of doubt themselves. They don't want to do it. And then they get a little push from their friends and then they end up doing it. And it literally changes their life, like yeah. completely changes the trajectory. So I, I, I find it very important. And, and also, then if, like, you, if you if you spread that kind of energy onto people, they will also do the same thing to others. Like it, it's been, that was a really big turning point in the way that I treat my friends when when you came and stayed with me for a very long period of time, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is a, a a quality which is just a an outright good, like yeah. it's an overwhelming Thank good you. thing. Thank and you. now I do the shit. I do that shit all the time. Yeah. And and when I talk about you, I talk about that like specifically why that is so good. And I'd like, I, it only helps, like, especially if you trust the people you're talking about, if you love those people, it only helps them, like, and it only helps the person you're talking to as well. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's just an overwhelming good. Like, I love it. That's, that's really sweet of you to bring up. I, I really appreciate that. No, it's okay. I feel like we have like a beautiful friendship. Like you really are one, yeah. of, one of the dearest people to me in the world. Like we, I would... we talk when, whenever one of us is having a fucking issue, even if the other doesn't know it, we have like a really good talk. Like you had a rant to me the other day on discord. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was like, nah, it's all good, man. I was taking a shit when I sent you that. I don't, I nice. didn't even, I didn't even mean for that to happen. I was sitting on a toilet. I was replying to you. And then I, I started like, cause I think what it was is like, I do get that thing of like, sometimes when people ask me, how am I? I'm kind of like, I don't know if they actually want to know how I am. But with mm. you, I'm kind of like, no, I, I, th- I think we have a mutual understanding of if we ask each other how we're doing, we're ready yeah. to just like lay it all on each other. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter, like, if it's good or bad, we're going to fucking because we never just say know. I'm fine. Like, yeah. that, that's the thing. It's like, every even my replies, if I'm feeling like fine, I'll go in depth a little bit. I'll be like, oh, I just feel a little bit like indifferent towards today. I don't, I don't mm. feel like I've done much or like even just something as basic as that. And then getting those kind of thoughts out with your friends is a great feeling because then they, you, they may, they may share in that or they may go like, oh, do you just try again next time or like, you know, yeah. try I, a different route to. I, to I think it's so it. so important to take inventory of the reasons why you feel a certain way. You know, yeah. like even especially honestly especially if it's positive if you feel negative yes chances are you probably know why but if you're feeling really happy there it's kind of easy to just like dismiss and be like oh i'm just gonna enjoy this but it's like it's kind of good to remind yourself like why do i feel so good right now yeah then you can understand of like okay maybe i can try to do this more 
or maybe I can, it's also the idea of keeping count of your good days, because then if you have a bad day, you won't like lose all perspective of the fact like, oh man, life's been so bad recently. But then you remember, yeah. oh, okay, wait, recently I had like three good days. Yeah. So it's not, Cause I, it's like, not all hopeless. I, I've been trying to do that when I'm like, cause I've, I've found there's been a couple of times recently where I felt content like in life, which is a, a feeling I never thought I'd have when I was in my like very early twenties. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so I'll be like walking down the street and I'll just be looking around. If it's like a nice day, I'll be looking at the sky and be like, wow, I'm actually doing all right. And I'll like, I'll smile to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and then later that day I'll have like my ebbs and flows as everyone else does. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, creatively, I'll just feel like ugh, worn out or like I did, didn't do something that day. And yeah. then it's great because I have this like conscious reminder of, oh yeah, but earlier today you felt content because you made a point of like smiling to yourself and like taking it in and and really understanding it. And then it's, you're like, okay, that's fine. I, I, I didn't manage to achieve what I wanted to today. I'm just going to go to bed. Tomorrow's a new day. I'll go out, get my coffee and, and try it again. And it's a, a, I don't know, it's a good feeling. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's very good to not be consumed by that shit because it's yeah. very, it's very easy to just slip down that slope. You know, yeah. it's like before you even realize it, it starts off like kind of like a small thing, and then you accidentally just kind of let it completely take you, and then it, it becomes like a huge, yeah. just devours your whole day. Another thing I have that a really I, good, um, I have a really good uh, piece of advice. Yeah, anything that is creative or that involves social media. Or like something you're working on, never trust your opinion after 9 p.m. And if you are getting negative after 9 p.m., mm -hmm. go eat some food, go watch a film, and go to bed. That is mm -hmm. like the the best piece of advice I've ever received. And like I get I, I apply it to myself all the time. I'm like, if I feel shit about a song, I go like, uh, what's the time? Oh, it's 10. Okay let's just cut that out reprocess it tomorrow there has not been a single time where i've woken up the next day still thinking that that thing is shit like yeah. i've gone up the next day and gone like okay maybe i can do this bit slightly differently and i can like try and reprocess that that's it like yeah it's uh, but i don't feel doomer about it anymore i don't feel like i'm terrible at this you know like <laughs> what am i doing i'm a liar you know yeah the our brains really just kind of they do the most to drag us down. They yeah. really like it's it's a constant battle and war that we're fighting. It's horrible, annoying to say the least. Yeah, but, you know, you you get older and you kind of get a little bit better at it. I think we're both we're both like I'm my next birthday. I I won't I won't be in my early twenties anymore. I'm gonna be an old man. So you know we're gonna be we're gonna be old together, oh, man. My next birthday, oh, it's it's eight months away. I'm I'm all right, but twenty six, motherfucker, twenty six. Well, what I would say about 26 is, okay, here's the thing is, right? I feel like over the last um, year, um, we, like, I, I feel like I've been having so many talks with 30-year-olds trying to convince them that they're not dying. They're not on, like, the verge of dying, yeah. which is weird that I have to do it because I'm, I'm, I'm still young. I mean, yeah. very young, too, but <laughs> you know, yeah. not, as, young, not yeah. as young as me. It's going to be um, sad when they, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, like, it's... The way that I look at it is I am fucking excited to be like 35. I am so excited because really? I, I know I'm going to have so much more shit figured out and I'm still going to have like the energy to do a bunch of stuff. Um, I just I'm, I feel like I'm really going to enjoy it and I, life's going to slow down a little bit. I won't feel the need to keep up as much anymore. That's already kind of happening. Like I'm already slowing down a little bit in that sense where I, I just don't I, I just kind of want to do my own thing. I want to ride my own wave. I don't really want to. 
I don't, I, I used to be very much like I have to be in the middle of everything. I got to get involved in this. I got to get involved. In that. I don't care anymore. I just want to yeah. do what I find fun. Um, but like, for example, uh, Matt Watson, who I think is coming on the, the episode after you. So this is like oh, a nice. back to back. He's also one of my, one of my little besties and he's 26 and he is like, I would never think it because every time I hang out with him, it, it feels like I'm at like a sleepover. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's so fun. It's like, uh, I don't know. And the way I, the way I look at you is, um, I look at you sometimes like a big brother, because I think you have a lot of life experience. You have a lot of, you kind of, even I would call it the luxury of living real life before becoming a content creator. And I yeah. think that probably helped you a lot. Yeah. I mean, I um, went to uni before all of this. Yeah. And so I was seeing shit happen all, and I like worked a few jobs as well. Yeah, so, like, exactly. I know what it's like to not have to fucking drag yourself to a re like a retail job. Like yeah. that fucking sucked. Um, exactly. I had the worst job ever in catering. It was like mm -hmm. constant stress. Made me want to like I I hated it. So much pressure. The venue was different every single time. You had new roles every single time. You were just like treated like shit. It was it was not cool. And I kept fucking up. Um so I kind of have like the the distinction between like what this YouTube job is or what this online job is and what like difficult work is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I feel very like blessed is the wrong word. I don't think like some God has come down and blessed me with this opportunity, but mm -hmm. like, I'm very grateful that I'm still able to do the things that I'm doing. Like it's been four years now and I'm still going. And that's, that's a fucking great, great fucking feeling. Um, yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, my friends around me and stuff, it also does help that, like, a lot of the people around me are now just younger than me. Like, mm -hmm. I speak to Tom quite a lot about the stuff that he goes through, like, a, a bunch of people, like, in their early 20s as well. Like, Jago, or, like, you know, um, a lot of people like that. So, and these are people that have come through the content sphere during COVID. Mm -hmm. And they just didn't have, they went from, like, being a student uh or like not working a job having like their content just blow up during covid and then just thrown into the real world yeah so it's good to be able to be like a point of contact for people like that because it can be overwhelming like people my ego fucking shut up when i started like oh yeah stuff. same i became a fucking asshole same, and then yeah. i had to work on that i got fucking therapy that's the thing i talk about the most these days with my friends is trying to get them on therapy because it's like uh, and so one of the things I talk about on stream as well is like mental, like mental health and looking after yourself is not a matter of when you are suicidal or when you are at the bottom of the barrel. It's like brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. You don't brush your teeth when your teeth are rotten. You yeah. brush your teeth to make sure your teeth don't go rotten. That's yeah, exactly. it. It's like it's like skincare. It's like fucking shampoo. That's what therapy is, but for your brain. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, um, I've been trying to tell people to that, that uh, people that recently, um, and I'm hoping it goes in for a few people. Uh, more people should look at it that way because I, I've had a lot of those conversations where it's not even like, I mean, most of the time when you actually need to have those conversations are when you you do look at someone and you're like, okay, you definitely need it, like you should probably go. But even then, they're like, I, I don't know, yeah, you know what I mean, I don't know. Oh, like, oh yeah, no, I, I will. But like, yeah. it's like, no, you won't. Like, yeah. I, so there's there's people who I've literally sent the email of my therapist to, and I brought up the fact that they might email. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that none of them none of them have, but it's like, 
that's the most you can do. Like, yeah, that is, yeah. Try to explain why it's good, provide the people for them, mm-hmm. and then it's up to them. They have to be the one that, like, t- does that email, makes that phone call, turns up. Funnily enough, I, I've had therapy now for two years, mm-hmm. and that's when I started to kind of, like, change my approach to life, I think, and, like, the person that I was trying to develop and mature yeah it's, um, it's a long process yeah it when, I, when, is. I, when i started going to therapy when i was like i think i started going when i was like 14 or 15 um well, well number one thing that like a lot of people also should know is like you can you can change therapists like you can shop yeah. for therapists you, you're, you don't have to be compatible with every single therapist that's just yeah not... i've had uh two different ones i had one then a second one and the second one i was just like oh the first one was actually really good and then I went mm-hmm. back to the first one. And, and if anything, now I go to therapy more regularly than I ever have. I don't miss a session anymore. And That's I'm probably great. mentally at my best. But it's like constantly telling myself, this is not something that I, I should just give up. If I'm doing well, I need to hone it on that. And I need to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy that I'm doing gigs or whatever, you know. And, and like kind of focusing on the right things and trying to improve myself. I guess something else that I, I want to ask you about is you are one of my only friends that has completely quit drinking, like yeah. completely outed it out of your life. Yeah. What? So I, I guess to like, I want to like ask like a couple of things. So to start off, like what, what made you do it? What was, was it like a one, what was it? Was there like one specific night where you're like, yes. all right, this is it. Or was it like, you know, like multiple it was, things? it was over two nights. So I, I went out and got absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, there was no one in my house at the time. So like, if there's someone else staying in my house, I never go too. I never used to go too crazy because I didn't want to get back at like four in the morning and wake them up. Like, mm-hmm. which is something I kept doing. Like, mm-hmm. that's, so I, I would try not to drink as much for like stuff like that or come home a little earlier. They weren't at home. So I was like, I'm just going to get absolutely fucking trolleyed. Right. So I got so wasted, so wasted. And, and my issue with alcohol was when I moved to Brighton, because I don't have a schedule. If I was bored, and it was 4 p.m. And someone was like, do you want to go and get some food? I would start drinking then. Yeah, so it, w- yeah. it would be like half four. I'd be having double. You know, there were times where you, you were in Brighton where we just start drinking at that time. I do remember that. Yeah. We'd go like, oh, let's go have a drink. <laughs> and then it would be like 10 p.m. And we'd all be smashed. And, it, and- would, it, would, it would start with like one drink. It would be like, oh, let's go have one drink. And then and then like three hours later, I'm like walking down the street. I'm like, I don't even know where I am right now. Yeah, like, no. I don't know what's going on. I, like I, the thing is, it's like I don't I definitely do miss times like that. But it was. Someone's doing repair work at 5 p.m. That's so funny. It was it was the negative shit that came with it. So like, um, I there was one night where I just got hammered. I had personal training the next day, which I just started doing. Like I mm-hmm. just started going to my personal trainer. I woke up and I had like cobwebs all over my vision, like everywhere. Like I would look up. They're still there, so they're never gonna go away now. Um. So there's just like these like very light cobwebs in my vision. I woke up and I was like, holy shit, something is wrong. I looked mm-hmm. it up and it was like, you could be diabetic. Or like, Damn. you could be having like heart issues. Or something. like It was like really bad. So I called um, a doctor and they said like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll sort you an appointment. And I was like, holy shit, if it was the drinking that's done that to me, I need to, ho- I need to not drink until I go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that night... I also, I missed personal training because I was so hungover. And I was like, that sucks. I'm really, I really am paying like 50 pounds for that session. and just not going. Um, which was just like a shit feeling. 
Um, and then the next night I go out and I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking tonight. And everyone's like, oh yeah, sure. Because me not drinking is such like a <laughs> abstract thing to the people I see all the time. Because yeah. I would just be wasted or at, at any opportunity. I'd be buying everyone's drinks. I'd be like, you know, really on it. Um, and then, so I, uh, that night, someone just puts a drink in front of me. They buy me a drink and just put it in front of me and go like, have it. And I was like, no, no, no. Well, actually, they, they said they were going to order me one. And I was like, no, 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 I really, I'm, I'm not going to drink. I've got like some reasons why I'm not. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. And then they just ordered mm. it for me and put it in front of me and were like, drink it. And I was like, I felt so challenged by that moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe that someone would do that. Like someone would, when I said I didn't want to drink, someone would just put it in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite a competitive person. So I was like, I'm going to show, I'm going to show this guy that I'm just not going to drink now. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. I'm done. Damn. Funny enough, if I hadn't have received that drink at that exact time, I don't know if I would have given up alcohol. Um, But it turns out I went to the doctor and they were like, oh, it's not alcohol related. It's exercise related. Have you just started exercising again after a long period of not exercising? And I was like, yeah, I've just started personal training. The first personal training session I had, I threw up. So it's like strenuous exercise after you've not exercised for a while can like bring out these cobwebs in your vision. And then they kind of just never go away you just get used to them um Damn. so like it doesn't Im- impact me at all in my life but they're just kind of there uh um, interesting yeah it- it's only when i look at like white backgrounds though that i can really notice them if i like during the day i won't notice it at all um mm. but yeah that was a. Uh, that was why i initially gave up and then i was like oh i'm gonna do a month definitely got to the month mark and i was doing so much better mentally that i was like and i quite liked it like i quite mm-hmm. liked being able to say like oh i don't drink because people will be like, oh, come on, you're just not drinking right now. You don't, like, not drink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like, I actually, no, I, I quite like being able to say I don't drink. And then then I started to realize the impact it could have if there aren't many British fucking influencers that don't drink alcohol. Especially ones like like me, like, that have no religious reason to not drink, right? Mm-hmm. Um so I liked that. I was like, if I can talk about this with people and kind of get rid of this societal expectation that you need to drink, yeah, because it can't, it can only lead to problems with most people. Oh like, yeah, 100%. for some people who understand themselves, it's fun, and it can like loosen you up socially. When I realized I don't need it to loosen up socially, if anything, it's impacting me socially, um, and I can try and give a good message to other people, like, hey, you don't need to drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed like an overwhelming good and yeah i just stopped and i don't think i'll ever drink again so that's amazing yeah that's that's fucking beautiful yeah i feel like yeah i i feel like i'm i've always had like a relationship with alcohol where like i don't i don't drink i have i have phases where i'm like okay i'm drinking a, a little bit too much during this period of my life i should probably cut it down and then i just like i quit for like months yeah and then and then i go back and then i drink for like I go through like partying phases where I, I party yeah. for like a couple weeks and then I'm kind of like, okay, I'm over this for and now. I, I do miss that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it, don't get me wrong. It's not without its like faults, not drinking. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to love just getting like off my head, like mm-hmm. being able to disassociate and just like have fun with your friends carefree. Yeah. Um, I miss that, but it doesn't, for me, it doesn't like, I've got such an addictive personality that I don't know when to stop. So if I ever find myself managing to stop, it's for the best that I just remain that way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I can't see myself ever getting back into it, uh, which is a good thing, I think. 
that is yeah i mean ultimately it's a Ultimately, we don't need any of this crap that's floating around. We just no. need good vibes and good friends. And a lot of a lot of water. <laughs> exactly. Water. Water's the key, man. Yeah. Also oh, interesting, I've stopped drinking like Coke Zero. Like not really? having alcohol over the months. It's kind of because whenever I drink alcohol, I'd have it with Coke Zero. I have mm. no taste for Coke Zero anymore because I don't mm. have it. So the yeah. only I drink two liquids. I drink Americanos and water. That's it. That's interesting. The, like the only things I ever drink. If I go to a, a pub, I get a pint of tap water. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I drink a lot. I've started drinking a lot of tea. I drink a lot of green tea. Oh, I thought, I've, I, I, actually, that being said, I do have tea every now and then, especially for vocal stuff. Oh, what kind we, of tea do you go for? I, I I grew up drinking a lot of like Earl Grey and, and, mm. and black teas in general. Um, and sometimes I would drink like some berry teas, but recently green tea has been my vibe. Ooh. There's some really good tea stores in Brighton. Oh, dude, we, when you come here, we got to drink some tea together. Yeah, I'm coming to Estonia in like two and a half weeks. Yes, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I actually bought a mattress today. So <gasps> yeah, I'm excited. It's we'll make awesome. some TikToks. Yeah, we're going to make TikToks and content and we're going to yeah. vlog every second of it. We're going to have the best time of our life. <laughs> so funny. Well, I, I want to thank you for coming on. I really, oh. really enjoyed this episode. I think, I think we... I think, I think it's we, an important episode. We covered like so much good shit that will help people. No, exactly. I think I think we had like a really good, really good conversation. I'm really glad we talked it, about it. To be honest, it was kind of just like one of our regular phone calls. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. That's <laughs> that's why you were like a really good replacement to get for Hoover at short notice. Because I was like, I don't really even need to think. I just yeah. I talk and and listen. So yeah, thank, thank you for having me. It's been it's been great. I I always like coming on this podcast. So hey, you're gonna you're gonna come back too. You're gonna hundred percent. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Leave us reviews on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever else. Uh, leave a comment. What is your favorite James Marriott song, if you've listened to any of them? Um, yeah, and... everyone listen to my EP, You Bastards. Exactly, listen to them. It's called You Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I will see you guys next week with, hopefully, my co-host having returned from Thanksgiving. Yay! Woo! All right, goodbye now. <laughs>